You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey there, Amanda Smith here. Thanks so much for joining me on this rewind of Game Six in a series that will now go to a Game Seven. The Denver Nuggets secured the must win tonight. Your final score, 119 to 107. Now, when I was thinking about everything that happened in this game and what I wanted to talk about during this rewind, I actually kept coming back to something that Donovan Mitchell talked about yesterday during his media availability. Obviously, we play on TV with professional athletes, but it's, it's draining as an African-American male and, and, and as an African-American in this world, a minority in this world, it's draining to see the same thing happen over and over again. And quite frankly, you know, this just puts everything on pause. You know, basketball means nothing compared to what's been going on. I think Milwaukee and us as the other body standing uh, with Milwaukee, it showed that this is small. This is very small compared to what's been going on in the world. Donovan and so many other players in the bubble have used their time with the media to speak on the social injustices that continue to happen in this country. So this Rewind Tonight is a time where we can listen to what they have said and continue to amplify from Orlando. Let's start with Mike Conley. The release that came out the other day uh, was exactly what we went over, uh, exactly what we discussed over the last few days, and everything that was in the meeting found its way out slowly. So what you guys know is what we've been discussing, and obviously you're starting to see teams in different markets open up their arenas for voting opportunities for, you know, to make it easier uh, to get out and vote, which is very important if we're talking about seeing change long term. So there's a lot of things that are going to continue to develop, but uh, obviously what, what we put out the last few days is exactly what we're trying to see immediately. That release was a joint statement from the NBA and NBPA that listed commitments that the league and the players will work on to enact together. The first commitment reads, quote, the NBA and its players have agreed to immediately establish a social justice coalition with representatives from players, coaches, and governors that will be focused on a broad range of issues, including increasing access to voting, promoting civic engagement, and advocating for meaningful police and criminal justice reform. The second commitment reads, quote, In every city where the league franchise owns and controls the arena property, team governors will continue to work with local elections officials to convert the facility into a voting location for the 2020 general election to allow for a safe in-person voting option for communities vulnerable to COVID. If a deadline has passed, Team governors will work with local elections officials to find another election-related use for the facility, including, but not limited to, voter registration and ballot-receiving boards. The third commitment says, quote, The league will work with the players and our network partners to create and include advertising spots in each NBA playoff game dedicated to promoting greater civic engagement in national and local elections, and raising awareness around voter access and opportunity. The statement concluded reading, quote, These commitments follow months of close collaboration around designing a safe and healthy environment to restart the NBA season, providing a platform to promote social justice, 
as well as creating an NBA foundation focused on economic empowerment in the Black community. We look forward to the resumption of the playoffs and continuing to work together in Orlando and in all NBA team markets to push for meaningful and sustainable change. Here's Donovan Mitchell reflecting on the pause of the NBA playoffs and why it was important. I think, you know, what happened, you know, obviously with Milwaukee sitting I think it was great. You know, I think it just signifies what is going on in the world. Like we, obviously we play on TV with professional athletes, but it's it's draining as an African-American male and, and, and as an African-American in this world, a minority in this world, it's draining to see the same thing happen over and over again. And quite frankly, you know, it's just, puts everything on pause, you know, nothing, uh, basketball means nothing compared to what's been going on. I think Milwaukee and us as everybody standing with uh, with Milwaukee, it showed that there's nothing, like this is small. This is very small compared to what's been going on in the world. And I think if we hadn't come here, I think, you know, it's, it's different when you're separate. You know, I think us coming together and showing unity really put a lot of everything on pause. Um, it happened once with, obviously with the coronavirus, but for us to be able to control it and do do it on our own terms. And I think that was that was one thing that really stood out was special, how everybody came together as a collective group and as a league, and then all the, everybody else in the league, and then obviously the world kind of just stopping and just reflecting on, you know, obviously Jacob Blake, but just as a whole, just what's been going on, because it's been, I don't want to get my dates wrong, but I think it's been four, four or five, maybe more, six months since this has happened and, and nothing has really changed. And I think that taking time off and kind of just saying, look, this is, this is minuscule compared to what's been going on in the world, I think was really, really good. Now, something that was emphasized in that joint statement I read from the NBA and NBPA was accessibility and information for voting. Here's what Mike Conley had to say about his experience as a voter and why young people need to know that their vote matters. I can be one to attest that voting early on when I was 18 uh, years old wasn't necessarily a priority. Uh, It wasn't something that we um really took much interest in as I, I would say like we weren't watching the news or trying to get caught up on um you know the legislation the laws the different guys opinions and um and what they're going to try to bring to america so it's something that as i grew older uh, and understood how it affected uh, everybody down the line and um, understanding the importance of what's going out there and, and casting our vote in, and continuing to encourage others to do so um, it, it was almost like a maturity thing for me. And I, I don't want it to have to be that same way for uh, the next 18 year old or the, the, the next generation. So I uh, don't want to make the same mistakes I've made or anybody in front of me. So um, just continue to try to, to, to encourage and, and, and get people to go out there. And, uh, you know, it's not hard that doesn't take much energy to go out there and do it. I think if what's been going on recently in the last, you know, it's been, Passing through the meeting in the last few years uh, isn't more evidence of why you should go out and vote. I don't know what else, um, you know, can can motivate somebody. But uh, I think, firstly, if they just see us, you know, us athletes, guys who um, really not are just talking about what we're doing, but we're going out and, and, and doing it, uh, we'll set that example. You know, more of us do that, the more people will follow and uh, and hopefully, you know, be motivated to, to, to go out there and make a choice. And, um, and, you know, some people might feel like their vote doesn't matter and in the grand scheme of things, but it really does. You know, you go to your, your local and state, uh, you know, your local and state legislation and try to figure out ways to improve your communities and your cities. Um, that's where it starts. And if we just get people to understand that p- portion of it, that it takes time and that it takes, you know, one city at a time, 
to fix this whole thing. Hopefully we can get more people involved. Donovan also reflected on his experience as a young voter and continually educating himself. I voted, um, I've continued to vote, but for me, it was just one thing where it was just like, over the past five years, it's become even more important. I've done it, but now I'm understanding the importance of it, the importance of voting, not just for the presidential election, but the local elections, you know, where the laws are really getting put into places. You know, obviously we had a conversation with some of the people in Utah about the laws that they put in. Um, obviously, I, I live in Connecticut. Now the laws that are there, they're all different. You know, and I think just understanding that it's not just the presidential election that people need to be voting for, it's the local officials as well. The day-to-day -day stuff that maybe the president really doesn't handle. And I think for me, it took me really until now to kind of realize that. And like I said, I'm not the most educated person on it. I've prided myself on being able to ask questions and ask people who are educated on it to, to better myself and further my knowledge. Um, but at the time, at 18, though, I really wasn't, I wasn't informed. I just knew that it was the right thing to do. I just didn't know why, you know, and I think now I'm kind of really, as I've become older, I've understood that this is something that it's not just who's president. It's, it's, you know, who's, who's the governor, who's the mayor, you know, obviously because at the end of the day, excuse me, president appoints certain people, but at the end of the day, like the, the use of the chokehold, that's not appointed by the president, it's appointed in different, it's different in each state. And I think that's something that for me, I'm like opening my eyes now to understanding that it's not just, you know, one person controlling everything. It's different people in different places. And it took me a while to kind of realize that. And I'm, I'm proud of that. And I think we're all proud of trying to educate people that, that, that for that to be the case. I think, you know, we've, we've, we've done a great job with the meeting we had with the owners about two days ago, maybe. Um, I think being able to have constant, having it you put in front of your face. I think it's one of the biggest reasons why we're still down here playing. Uh, we're constantly in your face, constantly reminding you when you have your favorite players, your favorite superstars, favorite athletes, you know, telling you the same thing that, quite frankly, when your parents tell you to do something, you don't really, it's not the same message. You know, as a kid, obviously, I'm, I'm still a kid, and your parents tell you to do something, it's like, okay, but when you hear it from like somebody else or somebody you look up to, it's like, oh, maybe this is important. So continue to hammer home that message, I think, is something that, We're doing a great job, and the league is doing a great job, and I think we encourage all leagues and all people, not even just sports, but just in general, to continue to let kids and let kids of, of young age understand that this is something that's very important. One vote does go a long way, not to really say, oh, my vote doesn't matter, my vote doesn't matter. I think that's something that's huge. And on top of that, getting them to understand the voter suppression is real, you know, because it's it's something that, you know, if it's, especially as a kid, you know, if it's not easy, if it's not easily accessible right in front of your face, then you don't want to do it, you know, so being able to open these arenas, um, I think has been as a, an incredible step forward because I feel like that just makes it easier. And with COVID going around, I think it makes it open space and it's safer too. Uh, I think that's something that's really, I'm really impressed with that we were able to get done and also continues to hammer home that message. Rudy Gobert talked about the position he and others are in as public figures with platforms to bring awareness to real issues happening in our own communities. You know, we're professionals, so it's, uh, you know, when you sign that contract, uh, you, know, you know that you're going to make what you're going to make and all that, and you're going to do what you love. But when we're in that position, we, we're in a position also to do a lot of positive things, you know, and obviously with the actions that we do, the donations or the actions in our communities and all that stuff uh, for our justice system. I mean, all the things that we can do, but also, you know, uh, with the, the, the positive messages that we can spread, and especially to the younger generations. Because at the end of the day, you know, I believe that it's really, uh, it starts with education, and it starts with those, those kids that probably have their parents telling them hateful, 
way of living and hateful way of approaching, you know, other communities, other religious groups, or all that stuff. It's, you know, something that we, you know, with the platform that we have, the millions of kids watching us, it's something that we really thought was a, you know, a great opportunity that we had. And, you know, I, I like the way, you know, guys have been uh, spreading the messages that they want to spread and it makes a lot of pe people uncomfortable and maybe they just want us to give them the little entertainment, uh, the little comfort that they need. But at the same time, we people got to understand that we are all human beings and uh, until, you know, things get really better, uh, we're going to keep doing it. This is just a small collection of sound from some of the players on your favorite team. And Donovan Mitchell said the biggest thing about being a leader, well, it's listening. And it's something we can all continue to do. The biggest thing about a leader, people don't understand, is listening and being able to understand. And for me, that was really what I kind of went into that meeting, just kind of listening to different stories, different experiences, different things that honestly I didn't, there are things that I still don't, still don't know because at the end of the day, I, I'm not a, a politician myself, but I think the biggest thing is just understanding how to either go back to my, my teammates, go back to my communities and being able to educate people who look up to me, people who, you know, may not know as much as I do. And I think that was one of the biggest things when my, in these past few days, just asking questions, you know, asking guys, you know, what does this mean? What does that mean? If we do this, what is what is the re repercussions of that? What is what happens if we put this on the front end or, or by kind of just asking different questions? And I think for me, that was really what my biggest takeaway was and understanding, like I said, voter suppression. Um, I forgot who said it um, in, in one of the meetings, but like understanding that there are people that just they're just closing places so so minorities can't go and vote. You know, I think that's something that I really didn't understand the gravity of that. You know, you hear it, but you didn't really understand uh, certain instances. And I think that for me really stood out like, wow, like this is this is obviously I knew it was a thing, but it's how the, the seriousness of it. So I think being able to go in there and, and and listen to coaches as well as players, I think really opened my eyes to a lot of different things that I'll be able to go back and just express to my team, to my teammates who who obviously we all were there, but also to, to the kids that look up to me and the, the places I go back to back home.